the, the women have got to step up. They've got to, they've got to join arms with, with their man or their significant other, whatever the, whatever the, the scenario is, but they, they've got to lock arms with these people and say, look, this is uncertain times for everyone. It is scary. We, we get it, but we have each other and we will get through it. There's got to be that teamwork mentality. Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is, you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week, we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me and let's squeeze the joy out of this life because you only get one. Can I get a fork? Yeah. June is officially National Men's Health Month, and it was designed to heighten the awareness of preventable health problems and encourage early detection and the treatment of diseases, including cancer, heart disease and depression in men. So I thought it would only be appropriate to invite Peter Taunton onto the podcast. Peter is a pioneer in the fitness industry. In 2003, he had a vision for Snap Fitness, which was to create an affordable 24-7 results-driven gym differentiated from the impersonal and expensive big box experience. Today, there are Snap Fitness franchises in 2,500 locations in 26 countries. Needless to say, Peter has checked the box of everything that an entrepreneur would want to accomplish. He is the creator of an incredibly successful franchise business. He owns multiple other brands. He's been named the Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year. And he has every toy that you could ever imagine, from jets to sports cars, you name it. But what really struck me about Peter and speaking to him is his heart. And even though he's gotten every possible pillar of success under his belt, his focus now is on giving back and helping people to become better human beings. So as we begin Men's Health Month, but really work together to recover from months of strife, from COVID to the latest horrible, horrible displays of cruelty and violence against our black brothers and sisters and the outrage that people are now rising up together to stand together against. We need some healing. And Peter has a lot of practical advice to share based on his wealth of experience, especially in these trying times. So let's listen together. Peter, it's so great to have you on. Hey, thank, well, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, you, I mean, you've checkmarked every box in the fitness industry. I mean, you're really a pioneer. Is there something at this point in your life that you're just saying to yourself, wow, you know, I'm, I've done all of this in getting people fit and healthy but what a weird world we live in right now. And do we need a new set of tools to help prepare us for that? 
Yeah, it is, it is really a, a, an unusual and uncertain time that we're living in right now. And, and you know, the unfortunate part, all of it was, was um, there was no, no way to predict it. I mean, COVID was, we felt like we got blindsided and, you know, one day people are getting sick. The next day, the government's telling us to shut our businesses down and, and, and the road rash and the effect that that has had has been, you know, unmeasurable. And, and then now with this latest tragedy of the police officer right here in Minneapolis of all places who ended up, uh, you know, what, what appears to be murdering a man and then the rioting and it's just been really uncertain. And, um, you know, fortunately things are settling down here right now, but the, 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 the mental road rash that's come with that has been really, really difficult from all the people that I've spoke with in the last few weeks. Yeah, the term mental road rash is just so, um, it's so graphic and accurate. And you're there at ground zero. I mean, what, what has that been like for you? How, what have you seen? Well, when, it, when, it, when the news broke, you know, the news break and they had the such, as is with everything nowadays, you have unbelievable footage from, from everyone with their iPhones. So when people were watching it, it was almost surreal. You, you almost couldn't believe your eyes. And, and then to find out that, that, the, that the man died, mm. you're, you, you just witnessed a murder, right? So it was, it was just so profound. And, and then uh, the, 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 the severity of the rioting, it was like nothing you've ever seen. As I told you, 72 businesses were burned to the ground in the, fir- in, the, in the first night. And what is so unfortunate is every single person you know, empathizes with, with the man and his family, and everyone is outraged by the behavior of the officer, number one. It's happened far too many times across this country. And everybody is, I mean, for me, I'm just absolutely shocked. And you and I spoke about this earlier. I don't know anyone that is in favor of, you know, this racial discrimination stuff in today's day and age. That's, Mm. I, I don't, I don't get it. And I really, honestly, I don't know anyone who, who subscribes to that logic. We're all just really saddened by it and, and it has to stop, but it ha- it can't, it can't stop through the venue of rioting and vandalizing and looting. That, that is not the answer. Yeah. And I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, it ends up hurting, you know, other families and many times those are mom and pop shops. Many times they're immigrant owned and we're already reeling from what's happened with the shutdown with COVID do you think that from a mental health perspective, and, and June is Men's Health Month, and so I really want to talk specifically about what we can do to support men's health because men need to be supported in different ways than women, but do you think that just what happened with COVID was the, the breaking point and then now what's happening is just the, the overflow? Do you think those two are related? Well, I do a lot of, um, of mentoring and consulting, and, I, and I'll tell you, you know, COVID, that, that's one layer of a problem. And here's a, many men, if you just think about traditional men in today's day and age, many men that are traditional in the thought process, they want to uh, be the protector of their family. They want to be you know, the source of stability. And, and they not only physically, but financially want to feel like they've got their families back, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they feel today that they're that 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 dream has been really compromised because they've they've lost their job or or they're participating in the ppp program which which gives them 
some some financial relief, but there's no stability there in what does the future of their job look like. We're starting to see now that a lot of these businesses are starting to open back up with all kinds of caveats as to as to safe distancing and things like that. And the reality of it is these business owners cannot hire everyone back because the demand is not there, especially people in the in the food and beverage business, the demand's not there. And mm-hmm. And so people are really, really uncertain. They're they're scared. Some of them have they've, they've decimated their their life savings. Um, so it's that level of uncertainty that makes men really, really concerned and nervous and and paranoid about what, what the future brings, what the future holds for them. And when you see that coupled with the unrest that's happening, I mean that added stress of unknowing. I mean, I live here in Los Angeles. There have been imposed curfews. You know, it started at 8 p.m. Now it's moved up to 6 p.m. until 6 a.m. the next morning. You know, when you have that layer of fear and and then protecting your family, like you were saying, you know, they want to be the protectors of the family. They want to feel like the rock. What can be done to support them? And I, I know that this is a big, big topic, but I mean, are there any practical tips that the men out there and the women that support them can take to help support their own mental health and their personal health every day as we try and swim through these uncertain times one stroke at a time? Have you ever wondered, is rinsing my produce with the water that comes out of the sink that I don't even drink enough to really clean it, well then you're one of the smartest people I know. Because you're absolutely right, it's not enough. That's why we created the only all natural and patented line of food wash and wipes. And it's called Eat Cleaner. It's tasteless, odorless, and lab tested. And it removes up to 99.9% of the residue that water can't, including pesticides, wax, soil, and junk that can carry bacteria that can really make you sick. Plus, we formulated it to help extend the shelf life of your fresh produce too, and that'll save you money. When your berries are lasting up to 10, 12 days, you know that's a good thing. It helps your produce last up to five times longer using a natural blend of fruit acids and antioxidants. So there's no chemicals, it's just clean, eating fun. And this can help save your family an average of over $500 per year. Make it easy on yourself, reduce waste, and get that fruit and veggies into your body where it's gonna do you a lot of good and not in the trash. Check us out, eatcleaner.com or head to our Amazon store at amazon.com forward slash eatcleaner. This goes so far beyond exercising, which is which is my background, right? So it goes so far beyond it. it obviously, exercising is is a great way to relieve stress, and 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 generally speaking, you feel a sense of relief post workout, right? But that's one side of it. But the other side of it is the mental support that men and women have to give each other, especially in the home. And then this is, even though today is, is, is men, June is men's health month. The, the women have got to step up. They've got to, they've got to join arms with, with their man or their significant other, whatever the, whatever the, the scenario is, but they, they've got to lock arms with these people and say, look, this is uncertain times for everyone. It is scary. We, we get it. 
but we have each other and we will get through it. There's got to be that teamwork mentality to, 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 because some of these men, they, you know, they're, they're not, they're not the type that are going to ask for help. You know, they, they're, they're a little bit stoic in their emotions and, and sometimes it takes, it takes someone else to come in. And I, you know, I, I kind of equated to my father, my father's a very stoic guy, doesn't show a lot of emotion. So if there's ever going to be emotion coming across the aisle, it's going to be me initiating it. Now it's well received every time, mm-hmm. but if I waited for him, I mean, I would be waiting for a long time because that's just not his mindset. So that's my dad too, by the way, I think that generation just is, that's the way they function. Yeah. And, and so in today's day and age, it, it's, it's so uncertain and we couldn't, no one could see it coming. I mean, with COVID and now the, the, you know, the murder and the rioting that's going on across this country and the looting, it just, it's like bad gone bad. It's so, it's so profoundly, it's such an unpredictable and such an unsettling economy and society that we're living in right now. No one ever could have guessed it, especially in this amazing country we live in. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, I think practicing some regular habits just to keep some normalcy is really important, you know, from exercise and finding that daily practice of whatever it is that you do to release some endorphins and and move your body and feel your, your blood pumping. You know, food, let's talk about food for a second, because I do think that, you know, coming out of COVID, a lot of people were reaching for comfort food, understandably then the COVID-15, you know, kind of joke went around, but people are starting to find their way back to shore. You know, what can people do to support themselves with, with food as well? Well, you know what, it's interesting that you say that because it's, it, it seems the people that I talk to anyway, that they fall into one of two camps, either a with, with the COVID and, and, and self quarantining at home. Some people actually got in better shape, they got in better shape because they, they, they made the, the commitment. So they used this time at home the last eight to 10 weeks to, for self-improvement. And mm. a lot of the self-improvement was weight loss and just, and just embracing a healthier lifestyle. So you have that group. And then you have the other group, which is, you know, as you mentioned, the COVID-15, which are people that said, look, um, they, they kept their same eating habits and they they were less active you know there's no mystery to it it's when you <laughs> it doesn't work. Down, it's, it's just common math right you're right. taking in more calories than you're burning and if, if you don't slow down the food cycle then you're going to start putting on weight and and the unfortunate part is the more weight that you put on and it's not good weight it's generally fat so the, the more weight that you put on, the slower your metabolism becomes. That is, that's, the, that's the underlying issue here. So it, gets, it exacerbates it, it, itself. And that's why some people, you see some people that are very, very overweight, and they say, you know what, Peter, I barely eat anything, and I, you know, I, I even look at a donut and I put on five pounds. Mm-hmm. And, and part of that is just the way that their metabolism is set up. But once they get over that hurdle and they start burning the calories and the weight starts to come off, their metabolism speeds up, and, and you know they're 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 off to the races with with trans transforming themselves into a healthier version of themselves. So it's you know what it's eating eating as a way of you know uh, uh, comforting nervousness and and uh, anxiety. You've just got to try to find another way to 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 release that. And you know my recommendation would be through some sort of exercising. You know maybe start drinking lots and lots of water as a way to to, to, you know, false fill yourself up a bit, but you know, strapping on the feedback is not the answer. 
Yeah. And I think that part of that is just, you know, going into it, being prepared, prioritizing, you know, vegetables, getting good lean protein in and not starving yourself, by the way, because that's not going to work either. It's going to slow your metabolism down and you won't be able to function. Um, And I do believe that, you know, so strongly, and we've seen it time and time again, when people don't nourish themselves and they eat a diet of junk food, they're basically starving themselves and you can't lower cortisol and prevent stress and rejuvenate your body and release toxins when you're not getting the fuel in to your body in the first place. You know, do, do you think, um, is there a strategy that you've been able to use or you've shared with others on how to eat in a way that feels, um, that feels good and feels right for these times? Yeah, well, you, you know what, a lot of people, so for me, my normal eating habits are generally, if I'm going to have carbs, I, I try to have my carbs earlier in the day. And I, I'm not talking like, oh, dark 30. I'm, I'm talking, I'll have my carbs, most of the carbs that I believe I'm going to have, I'll probably have between two and three o'clock in the day, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to have them, and, and then I start pulling them back a little bit, but I, I pull them back a lot now through this COVID process, because I am less active, especially from the from the perspective of of cardio. Um, but a, a you know a protein rich diet of, of good sources of protein, and then lots of lots of uh, green vegetables are a great way. And if you're eating if you're eating that way, the, the hunger cravings tend to tend to subside. But you know what the the problem is you, you've got to keep yourself busy. It, it's and some people it's just literally they barely get the dishes in the dishwasher and they're thinking about their next snack. And mm. that's a vicious cycle. When you're just, when you're just constantly on this grazing cycle all day long, that doesn't work in any setting in any capacity. So it's really just, uh, it gets right down to mental toughness and discipline and said, telling yourself, Hey, look, I know how this story ends. If I keep eating like this, um, increasing my calorie count by, by 30, 40% a day. If I, if I keep this cycle going, um, I am going to have, I'm going to look at myself a month from now and I am going to be 15, 20 pounds overweight. And, and it doesn't, it's not like it comes off fast. So it's just a matter of being conscious of what you're doing and then having the discipline to, to, to stay away from the, from the grazing all day. Yeah. And I think, you know, what you bring into your home is what you're going to eat, right? So there's no mystery there. If there's a box of cookies, even if it's on the top shelf, it's going to find a way into your mouth. So you're making, you're, you're going shopping for yourself. You're bringing in the food or maybe your significant other is, you know, make a pact with each other to say, look, this is a no junk zone. We don't need the added pressure of bringing this in anyways. And when you do need a treat a week, I always, I'm of the belief, like every once in a while, I want a scoop of gelato. (laughs) But you know what? I'm going to go out for it and I'm going to make it an occasion and I'm going to savor it and it's going to be something fun and it's going to feel special instead of it just sitting in my freezer where it's just not special anymore, you know? No, that's exactly right. I always tell people when they're, when they're, if they're questioning, you know, what's healthy and what isn't, just shop the edges of the grocery store. If you shop the edges and stay out of the, 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 the aisles, which is generally speaking, a lot of processed food, that, that's a great place to start. And then if you feel like you want something sweet, you know, a, a great cheat that I do is I, I, I peel an apple, a sliced apple, I put cinnamon on it, and then I put uh, organic granola on it. And then I nuke it for, for about three and a half minutes. And 
it that in itself tastes like apple crisp mm. and it, it's 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 amazing and it's actually healthy but if you needed to have something sweet on top of it there's a product called halo i don't know if you're familiar yeah. with it yep if you take a halo now now I, an entire pint of halo has 300 of a vanilla bean halo has 300 calories in the entire pint so and it's if got protein took, in it, right? Yeah. yeah. If you took half of the half of the pint and put that on put that on top of your what the, the 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 baked apple and granola, that is a great cheat. It's it's healthy. Um, it it's it suffices your sweet tooth. It's it. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm speaking from experience. I am a, I am a Halo fanatic because I love having something sweet give given the choice and and um so that's where that's where i turn to rather than cookies and things like that yeah i i think there's always options you know in my book i have these um they're like protein bites uh kind of like a a, a bliss ball uh, yeah. is the popular word for them and they have dates which are great for your blood sugar and they're full of fiber and um nuts and um and flax meal and all kinds of good stuff so you can there's things to go two that are better that still satiate you and at the same time i think there's something there of occupying your time and actually getting into the kitchen and preparing your food which is um something that we should all be doing <laughs> busying ourselves but also doing it for good are there any other practices that you implement or that you would recommend in terms of occupying a busy a busy mind that needs distraction well, you know what I, I, and I've been doing it for years. I, I try to um, stick within a routine, and and my routine is a really healthy stuff for me. For instance, work exercising. I don't. I'm not the kind of guy that goes in the gym for an hour to two hours a day. I I, I go in, and I work forty minutes, but it's really efficient, and and I get after it. Right. I mm. don't I don't play around. I'm in there for forty minutes, and I'm and I'm moving. So. And by the, the way, you're like the picture of health and fitness. I mean, I I, kudos to you. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. It's a and it's from years and years of discipline and consistency. So getting getting my workout in um, at least probably six days a week is a great place to start. What, what diet, is? Can I ask you what is your workout like? What do you do when you're at the gym? When you yeah, say I, you get after it? Yeah, I'm a I do a full body workout and I've been doing it every day. And you know, there's so many myths out there when it comes to training. So many, and the people say, oh, you can't train you can't train the same body part every day. Here's the reality to that. The reality is most people don't push themselves hard enough because you say, oh, you're tearing your muscles down. I got news for you. Most people don't ever push themselves to the point where they're tearing anything down. All right. That's the reality. So I do a full body workout every day. And, and when I do, I do one set to failure. So one set of every muscle group to failure. And, and when I do that, it's, I go from one station to the next. So in that 40 minute um, workout. I'm getting the cardio because I'm not checking my phone. I'm not interacting with people. I'm getting after it. So yeah. I not only get the resistance training, but I get the cardio training and I go to failure on every set. So for instance, what is failure for you? Like how many, how many reps do you do normally? Well, it, it depends to me. If I'm, if I'm getting, if I'm beyond like 15 to 20 reps, then, then I'll, I'll increase my weight a bit. All right. Mm -hmm. So I'm not doing, I'm not doing heavy weights uh, for, for like five or eight times because if I'm moving that weight and I'm getting, and I'm getting completely blasted within six to eight repetitions, 
then I'm going to be more prone to injury because it's a heavier weight. And, and, and by heavier weights, I tend to lose control of, of the motion, of the movement. And that's really hard for men, believe it or not, because men exercise their mind. So, for instance, they're doing chest flies. They say, Peter, give me those 60s. And I say, you know what? Let's, let's go to the 45s and let's do slow and controlled. Because at the end of the day, and don't, don't feel that you have to count. Quit counting. Listen to your body and go to complete failure, right? And, yeah. And so, and, and when I'm showing them flies, I show them, look, there's a number of different movements that you can do doing the, doing the chest fly movement. So you hit different parts of your pectoral. The same with, with working your legs, right? There's so many great things you can do for your legs and your glutes where you're firing everything. So it's, it's just really about, you know, understanding what it is you're working and, and getting away from that mindset of I'm going to do five sets of 10 heavyweight, you know, that, that's just it's really old school and, and it's not for people that are, that are on the go. Cause mm. most of us don't have an hour and a half, two hours. To That's what I was going to say. Like I see people sometimes and I'm just, you know, obviously I haven't seen people in a gym for a while, but mm. I would see them and I would say, what you, you're here like two hours a day, like, and forgive me, but like, I don't see any progress. And I think it's just <laughs> because they're on their phone, you know, and not really paying attention. So yeah. So focused, focused, exercise with an actual, you know, drive to get done. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and you couple, you couple, a, you know, a high intensity um, workout, which is not, doesn't high intensity does not mean heavy weights. It means literally weights that you can do 15 to 20 repetitions with. But, and once again, I'm not counting. I go to failure. You so failure. Yeah. Again, and failure so, is different for everybody. So absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And my only advice would be if you're, if you pick up a weight and you can only do it, six to eight or nine times, my recommendation, take a lighter weight and get yourself up to where you're doing 15 repetitions and have them nice and slow and and controlled movements. Because once again, you're not exercising your ego. You you just got to go with, listen to your, listen to your, feel your body. And to me, when, when the lactic acid starts to build up in whatever body part you're training, where that's the moment where it gets uncomfortable. And I always say exercising is just like business. It's so, in, in business, sometimes when things become uncomfortable and unpredictable, that's where the lessons are learned. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the same is applicable in exercising. When you get to that point where you're starting to feel the lactic acid building up, that's your body telling you, hey, Peter, you're working hard. Okay. Hey, Peter, I hear what you're saying. I feel what you're doing. And that's it. Now, that doesn't mean put the weight down. That means that I'm, I'm to the point now that this is where I've got to dig in. This is where I've got to do, you know, three or four more repetitions. So as soon as you start to feel uncomfortable, if you put the weight down, you're quitting. You're quitting on yourself. And, that, and that's the absolute truth. If, yeah. if you train the way that I just told you, and as soon as you start to feel a little bit of discomfort, you set the weight down or you quit the movement. If that's how you're training, you're never going to get the results you're looking for. And I promise you, the people that you see that are ripped, that are in great shape and have great symmetry in their, in their body type, um, they didn't get that way through putting the weights down as soon as things got uncomfortable. They power through it and, and, and they're accustomed to you know, what people term as the burn. Now, you couple that with sensible eating, meaning, and you know what, if you struggle with it, 
Let's just do simple math. The bottom line is if you're looking for lean, lean muscle mass, you got to get rid of the fat. So you've got to, you got to increase your cardio and you, you got to burn more calories than you're taking in. It's simple math. If you just have to break it down that way. And, and then the third component is, all right, if I get so many calories a day, what are those calories that I want to do? Do I want to waste them on a cookie, which just is, which is like a flash pan? right? I mean, it goes in, it's burned, it's a quick boost, but it's just such a waste of calories. There's no nutritional value to speak of. So get, getting, getting into the habits of just eating, you know, good sources of protein, good sources of greens. And look, it's not to say that you, that you can't have dessert ever again. That's not it either. Cause that'll drive, that'll drive anyone crazy, right? Yeah. You have to be able to live. And I, I would say it's, it's not what you do once in a while. It's what you do every day. So yeah. Totally. I, that, that to me is like one of the most important things ever because people often times want to, you know, they, they eat, they work out once and they're like, well, I'm, I'm fit, you know, or they, they'll have one cheat meal and then they'll come down on themselves. And the truth is you, you need to have some extra calories every once in a while. So don't beat yourself up is the point. And, Don't beat yourself and, up. And I think finding a workout partner, by the way, helps you get over that hump because it happened yesterday. I was doing um, a vinyasa yoga class, I guess, on on uh, online with my daughter, and she wanted to stop about twenty minutes in, and I was like, "Nope, I'm keep going. Come on, let's just do this together." So yeah. when you can find a buddy, even if they're not in your home, even if it's just a friend that you're working out with that you can encourage each other with. And I think for the guys out there, this is really important because I think guys are just by nature, they, they are, you know, they, they encourage each other. They work out together. The, the bros, you know, they like yeah. pump each other up, like find that workout guy that is yeah. going to help you get there. And the only th the only thing that I would elaborate on that I see a lot of that and my advice would be if you get yourself to a place where you can exercise where you can train alone because otherwise what ends up happening when something happens to the other person's schedule and they can't make it you start using that as your excuse that oh, I'm not going to train today I'll hit it tomorrow so mm. that's getting that independence where you say look I'm going to get in I'm going to have a great workout that's number one number two. If I have a friend or someone that's in town and they want to train with me, I tell them, I tell them no problem, right? But I, I also tell them, look, I, I'm, here, I'm, I'm here to work, so we're going to get after it. So what I want them to do is say, look, I want you to push me. So when I can't do any more, I want to do five or six more, which means they're going to be spotting me through that uncomfortable times, and they're going to force me to do more. So otherwise what ends up happening is – it just ends up being a bullshit partner with me as I'm, as I'm working, going through my workout. And pretty soon, you know, subsequently, sometimes we have these workouts that are very average, you know, that it, 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 where it was essentially a waste of time because we got off topic and we just started talking about life and things that are happening in our society today. And pretty soon, you know, that, that you, you, you gave away an hour of your time. You gave away your workout time to, to, you know, be discussing current events. I get it. Yeah. So get, you know, feel that you can get it done on your own, even if you don't have a workout partner. Do you practice any sort of meditation or yoga or um, breathing exercises or, you know, intentional I, I kind tried. of, yeah. I've tried and I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of it. I hear, I believe in it. And, um, but I haven't, I've, you know, I need to practice meditation more. And, um, and, and, you know, get kind of guided meditation. I haven't given it a fair shake. So I do 
um, try that sometimes, but I have not incorporated that into my daily routine and I, I need to do that, you mm -hmm. know, um, for sure. And, yeah. and yoga, I, yoga has something I need to do too. I think, you know, I started practicing yoga about really like regularly about eight years ago, nine years ago, before I was kind of dabbling like 20 years ago when I lived in San Francisco, when Bikram yoga was big and you'd go into a room and you'd sweat your ass off with everybody yes. and you'd come out just feeling like a, a noodle. Um, but the yoga that I practice now is really more about breathing and it's more about just kind of connecting with the life force that is your breath. And I think for the people listening out there, you know, I think this is for guys and girls. In fact, the teacher that I follow, his name is Patrick Beach. This guy is like, just watching him gives you peace. So find somebody that is, that you can really kind of hold up as a mentor in your practice that can guide you. Um, and, you know, there are lots of apps out there that will take you through a guided meditation. But I think this is maybe one of the most powerful things that we can do for ourselves is give each other a moment of time to just breathe and be. So true. And, and it's, it's proven in Eastern medicine and Eastern culture, they've been doing yoga and meditation, I mean, since the beginning of time. So there's something to it that, that balance and that peace that it brings you and, and grounding you and, so I, I, I it, as we said, Mariah, I, it's something I need to do, and I just need to have the discipline to start incorporating it into my daily routine. Yeah, and and as part of Men's Health Month, I think what would be a great practice in general is to create a schedule for yourself. You know, mm -hmm. schedule that workout, schedule that time. You know, put it on your smartphone and make it an appointment. And it's an appointment with yourself to self care. Uh, because Love if you it. don't do it, then, you know, the day can get ahead. And by the way, everybody's at home most of the time, you know, like your day just becomes like Groundhog Day. You get up whenever yeah. you get up and your day kind of just trickles along, like create some boundaries for yourself with your schedule so that you feel some sense of normalcy. And, and everybody that I know, Dr. Daniel Amen, who I um, have the utmost respect for talks about this, having a schedule and having some um, just normalcy and routine is so important. Yeah. Structuring your day. It's, it's, it's so critical. And it's something that I've been practicing, honestly, since I've been an, an, an early teenager, just, I always, I always start my day with a to-do list. I've done it literally since I've been 12, 13 years old. And it, it puts me on task. Otherwise, what ends up happening is you kind of skate through the day. Just as you, you and I were talking when you said the yoga instructor is uh, Patrick Beach, I think you said? Yeah. Yeah. So I made a note of this. So I'm, I'm going to YouTube him and see if he's got anything, anything online. And uh, that sounds as, as good a place to start as any. But being intentional with what, what I know is to be good for me. Working out and exercising and eating right, I know that's good for me. Meditation, yoga, I know that's going to be good for me. I need to carve out the time and hold myself accountable to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, again, you know, it's Men's Health Month in June, but our men and the health of our men is essential for our society. It's essential for our world. You know, we, we do not live in a vacuum as so many people. In fact, the, we're recording this on Blackout Tuesday this is a day where on social media, people are posting just images of a black screen um, in solidarity, standing together. We must stand together. 
and we must stand shoulder to shoulder. I mean, I'm sorry, but coronavirus be damned. You know, yeah. this is the time to hold hands and to support one another. And um, if you can't do it physically, it can be just as simple as reaching out to somebody that you care about that you, you know, that you give them a phone call and let them know that you are there and that you're thinking about them. You know, that can go a really long way. And in my house, we've got five, five, uh, I'll call them teenagers. One is 20, but you know, they're going through a lot right now. And it's four, four guys, you know, four guys plus one woman. We've got to support each other in our mental health journeys. And sometimes it, it just takes somebody from the outside, like you said, you know, saying, hey, I care about you. I'm here for you. Um, your mentoring that you do, can you, let, we've got just a couple minutes left. Can you just talk a little bit more about what you're doing in your community? Yeah. So what, what I do, um, and, and that's one of the reasons I got involved in social media. I've, I've, had, I've been blessed and, and experienced a lot in my entrepreneurial journey and experienced a lot of success. So part of what I've done now, I stepped down as the CEO of Lyft Brands, which is the company I founded and been involved with for the last 30 years. Um, so now my focus is really on just sharing my story and empowering others with, with the experiences that I've had and hopefully help them chart their own entrepreneurial journey and, and tell them on, on how some things end, meaning if they're helping them with their business plans, helping them chart a course to financial freedom and financial independence and making sure that, that they can check all the boxes because in many cases they think they've checked all the boxes, but they don't know what they don't know. Mm. Many cases in, in that journey on the entrepreneurial side, we segue into life. Hey, Peter, what is life? What's life like? What does it feel? I mean, people are always curious. Hey, Peter, what does it feel like to be rich? It's a fair question. Yeah. A, right? It's a fair question. And we talk about that and, and the challenges and the sacrifices and things that come with financial freedom. They don't go away. It, it's, just a, it's just a little bit different light on how, how, how life changes in, when, that, when that happens. And then they want to talk about relationships. What's it like? you know, being financially independent and single, you know, and, and what's, what's dating like. And I, I was married for 20 years. So I understand, I, I've had a lot of experiences in my life and I share those experiences with people that have an interest in hearing it. Mm. And, and if I can help them, great. That's, that's what I'm here for. How do people follow you and learn from so much of the, the life that you've lived and the wisdom that you have to share? They just really, I, I make it really simple for people. I do it through Instagram and um, it's just my, my name, Peter underscore Taunton, T-A-U-N-T-O-N. And I make wall posts. The wall posts are generally either motivational or entrepreneurial. And then, but my stories that I share, those are just me living my life. And I, and I think it's important for me to show that part of it as well because balance is really important. And so even though when I'm working, I'm working. And when I'm, when I'm counseling and mentoring, I'm mentoring. But when I'm, when I have my free time, I'm, I strive for that balance as well. So I give people a, a snapshot of what my daily life looks and feels like. And, you know, the good, the bad, you know, it's all there. So I just try to be very real and present with everyone that I'm, that I'm engaged with. Yeah. I have to say, Peter, um, I, I was really moved by what you were sharing about, you know, taking your bike and the wagon and taking food and, 
supplies to the homeless and just being there and putting yourself out there. I think, you know, it's very easy for people to make a judgment to say, oh, this guy, he's so successful and he's got this and that and the other. But, you know, by the same token, we're blessed by, by gifts, but we give back. And I think that your life and the way you conduct yourself is just a, a shining example of that. So yeah, thank you. It's so really that's, amazing. Yeah. That's so kind of you to say, and I, I talk about it all the time. Um, just how do you want to show up? Right. How do you want to show up? And, you know, I said, you know, someday, someday when, 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 when I die, I hope that people, I hope the narrative is not, he was a successful businessman and um, you know, did uh, I, I hope that it's, you know, I, I experienced some success in my life, but the better, the other side of my life was, was literally giving back and, and, and helping the underdog and giving people a leg up and, and just showing up every day. It wasn't all about me. It was about, you know, contributing and getting up every day with some level of purpose and giving back to, to society. And yeah, it's just, it's just so important. And, and to be honest with you, we, I think we talked about this. It's, it's so it's, you know, for me, it's therapeutic when I'm in the hood of Miami um, giving away food and things like that. It's when I, every time when I'm riding my bike home, it's, it's been a full day of really fulfillment and peace and thankful. And, you know, I give, I give thanks to, to, to God. I'm a Christian. So I give a lot of thanks to God for this unbelievable life that I've lived. But I mean, if you had, you met me when I was seven years old, I was going to school in a two room schoolhouse. Right. Mm -hmm. How I got from there to where I am today, I have to scratch my head, which is why I say, look, um, you know, I, I've got to tell me what it is you want me to do. I'm here. So, yeah, that's so hard. beautiful. And I, I stand with you, Peter. I, I'm a Christian. I'm not um, shy about talking about it as an entrepreneur. I think it's important that we show up with our values and that we share that because that's what people will learn and doesn't mean you have to be a Christian to follow me. I want to interact with people of all different backgrounds, all different races. I know you do too. And that's, and that's how we'll stand together and make a difference. We don't have to look like each other. We can just treat each other equally. In today's day and age, that is such a perfect message, right? What, What we're all going through right now. Yeah. You know, just be kind, be loving, be supportive. It's really, it's not that hard. It's, it's the core of our humanity. Absolutely. Peter, you're awesome. Thank you so much for your time. And I know a lot of people are going to take your words of wisdom and hopefully find some peace right now in, uh, in a, a less than peaceful world. So thank yeah, you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. And, and, you know, I hope that anything that I say, if people find it supportive and helpful, God bless him. I'm glad I could be, I could help. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch. So it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag RFYBL for recipes for your best life, I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.